What is up, Meister Ville? Welcome to episode two of the Creative Podcast. Today, I have one of the titans, the giants in the African comic book game, game soon to be a titan on the world stage. Everybody say hello to Mr. Clyde Beach. How are you doing, sir? How are you feeling? Hey, guys. How's it going? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. So many questions. So, so, so many questions. So, of course, I stalked you everywhere, did all of my uh, research <laughs> and all of that stuff. And before we even get to the comic book stuff, um, the martial arts stuff, because I found out that you do martial arts. And I just, I have so many questions about that. Uh, what style, when did you start? <laughs> before we get to the office. Oh, when, when did I start? Um... I did martial arts for, look, I, I stopped for a while. I think I've, I've been out of it for like three years now. Um, but I did a, a, a mixed martial arts. So um, I did something called Silat, Ronin Silat. Um, looks very similar to Krav Maga, um, but a Wing Chun, but a Jeet Kune Do. Um, a lot of mixed stuff. Also, some Dose Pares, which is the um, an Eskrima, which is the Filipino Malaysian stick fighting, and then South Africa's born and bred um, fighting style. It's called Piper. It's a blade, a blade um, style. So it's a knife fighting style as well. Is that a Cape Flats thing? Because that's the first time I heard of it. Yes. Yeah, so so um, <laughs> it is. Um, it's derived out of the Cape Flats, this knife fighting style, but it's actually international. Um, oh. We have guardians and tractors all over the world now. It's, um, you know, most knife fighting is saber blade where you hold the blade facing forward. Mm -hmm. So it's a pick style, so you hold the knife, um, um, reverse so, grip. So, so, yeah, so you, you can muraman is basically what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'm competent. I'm, I'm out of I'm out of training, and haven't haven't fought in a while. But I suppose you you retain certain things. I suppose it's like riding a bike. Yeah, yeah. No, because I also train MMA currently right now at this gym called uh, Ultimate MMA Fitness. So when I first saw you were doing martial okay. arts, I was like, I have to know what because they do jujitsu, boxing, basic MMA stuff. So I was like, oh, so now he's doing pipe nice. he's doing. He's doing so many things. That is so cool to know about you, sir. Wow. Yeah. As the should, the main should. discipline is self-defense. It's, it's, uh, it's called Silat, um, Roman oh. Silat. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's the well, thing. I though. see you got one of my posters behind you. Or oh. Something I did for both. Yeah, the, yeah. The Captain South Africa. Yeah. I, <laughs> I also, I, I was also looking for the poster I bought from you guys on uh, Comic-Con 2018. I'm so sad we're not having a yeah, con yeah. this year. Uh, well, we're having a virtual one. We're having a yeah. virtual one. But yeah, yeah. I was trying to find no, it. I was trying to find it, but I think um, in my mood, because of the whole lockdown and everything, I was living at a different yeah. place. So I think stuff got lost. So I'm very, very sad. Yeah. I really wanted to have that poster up today. But I mean, I got the book ah. and I got the issue you signed me. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. I'm, I'm actually planning to review every one of these again because I did a review for them before, but I started a new channel, so I want to review all of them all over again. Because uh, um, a person from Brazil. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A person no, no, no. From let Brazil. us know. When... 
Oh, okay. I will. I will. I'll probably put it up on my Instagram and all of that stuff, so everybody can just well, hop on over there. Like, drop me, drop me a message. I'll get you the new issue as well once oh, it drops. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> please let me pay for it. Please let me pay for it. I wanna. I wanna support. Like for real. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't, we'll I don't make, want. I don't we'll want that easier. Yeah, we'll I, don't, I don't want. I don't want freebies. I don't want freebies. I know how rough this industry is, and I want to support, especially indie comic book, especially African comic book creators. Yeah. Um. Since we touched on Comic Con, virtual Comic Con, what can we look forward to on your panel this year? Because I'm registered for it, and I want to, and I'm registered not specific, like specifically, but not specifically. Like I'm going for your stuff as well, going for other people's stuff. But um, what yeah. can we expect if you can talk about it just a little bit? Look, um, before I get to us, there's some amazing guys out there who are up and comers doing fantastic things. Um, so check out um, Comic-Con online, um, Comic-Con Africa online. It's, it's, it's looking amazing. Like you said, I like that you touched on um, the industry stuff right now. So where you can support um, local artists, where you can support your favorites, please do. Um, you know, please look out. Um, I don't think that we have a virtual shop at Comic-Con this year because our stuff is, is, is available online. It's available at most bookstores. Um, but That's yeah, support a lot of guys. A lot of local artists are, are putting out content. They have fan art, they have prints, they have, there's a whole lot going on. Um, us as Team Kwesi, um, we've got a few things, a, a, a few spoilers to drop. So we've been a bit quiet over the last year. I noticed. Um, and that's because, and, and that's because we've been working hard um, in the background. Um, as you know, I, I mentioned that we're bringing out the new issue of Kwesi. And I think um, this collector's edition and the next one, is, it's going to be our... Not our farewell, but our, our closing off of the story arc. So we're putting a lot of effort, a lot of, we, we, you know, you want your, your, your series sort of to be bottled. So um, before we continue with new stories and new arcs, we need to close this one up. Um, so we want to create a satisfying ending. So we've been working hard on that. Um, we'll, we'll touch a little on that. And then we got some, some, some exciting developments. I'll drop a small hint. Um, maybe some TV stuff might be popping up. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Calm down, calm down, calm down. <laughs> Sorry, I need to center. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, so, over, so over the last year, yeah, so over the last year, we've um, developed, a, we're still in very early stages, pitching stages and things, but we've put together a pilot script. Um, we've got our, our, our story Bible and we've been, been working on early early concept art so yeah we we're well on our way to to, ah, to seeing so cool. something bigger flourish out of the crazy that is so cool and that takes care of some of my other questions so i have to just scrap those because <laughs> that was a big because <laughs> i don't know if you've seen it i'm sure you have but um, when I was doing one of my earlier reviews, I remember talking about uh, the Popeye Studios or whatever. It was a YouTube yes. channel, and they did a and they did a whole yeah. pro short. That was really really cool. So was that yeah. you? Were you involved in that as well? Or? Yeah. So we were involved with with the Popeye. Um, we actually went up to Joburg to go meet them briefly. Uh, a really dope group of guys, 
and uh, that was that was one of our earliest screen tests. Look, we had we had nothing in the bank. We didn't have a producer. We we didn't have much to work from. Um, we put together a couple of storyboards, passed it on to those guys, and um, the clip I think it went fairly viral online. Yeah, no, it um, did really well. And and and, and people. And people took to it. I think that um, invigorated our our our, um, our search for where we could take crazy to the next step or what the next stage is, because people are hungry for that kind of content. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so we're moving it to the next stage. I know um, the Popeye moved on to. They did a couple of other things. We did another. Um, I think we did a music video project where we collaborated, and then they they kind of just flew. Now on the on the own wings, so exciting oh, times. That is man. that is it's exciting nice to, times. To... Yeah, I really yeah. want to get them on this podcast as well because um, the idea of this is to just as a as a person. I've been on YouTube. I've been on the internet for about three years now, and my audience is more yeah. overseas than it is here. So I want to start pushing South mm. African stuff overseas because, as I was saying earlier. There's a Brazilian guy who wants to actually buy the first issue of Quezzy because it was on Amazon. So I was just trying to direct yeah. him to go get it on Amazon. So that is really exciting to know that there's more stuff coming from the Quezzy verse. Um, speaking of the Quezzy verse, yeah. I have a couple of other questions. How did you meet Loiso and Kize? How did that relationship come together? <laughs> it's actually actually such an interesting story. So um, I don't know if you know. Back in the day. Um, both myself and Luiso worked at Strike Entertainment. Oh yes. So yes. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you if if you or your viewers are familiar with Super Strikers. Oh yes. But before before there was a before there was a comic book industry in South Africa, Super Strikers, the comic book, was the comic um, industry. And um, going in there early days just after i had a small stint that i worked as a, a background artist in animation right after that um, i fell in as a color artist at strike entertainment and at that time um Luiso was one of the illustrators a couple of years went past we worked together i became the lead um, colorist Luiso became the lead illustrator at, at, at strike entertainment and um we started talking he had already created this comic book, but he needed help finalizing it. He already already illustrated the first issue. Um, you remember where he's flying to the city and he takes down the armored truck? Yeah. In the very first episode. Yep. Yep. Luis had already drawn that. It was already penciled. And then he came to me and he was like, "Dude, I like your colors. Don't you want to help me?" And we, he sat right behind me in studio. And from that day, we kind of worked together. Initially, I came on a lot more soft because I was still building my career. I eventually became the, the art director, the ad striker. So um, a lot of the stuff that Super Strikers turned into animated episodes were books that I art directed that, you know, made the transition between the two. Um, but yeah, and while I was doing that, I was doing crazy on the side with Melissa. So I think it was two years ago, we decided to go full time into, into just pushing and, and, and sort of working together and um, full, full time collaborations. Um, but yeah, we used to work together. He came at me and then I think it was on the second collector's edition, that's when I also came on full. I started oh. helping him write dialogue but, um, uh, and developing the story and the characters and building the world a little bit more. And, yeah, Kuwezi was born out of that. 
That is awesome. Oh, I used to collect Super Strikers all the time. I I think I had every issue. I think I had every issue, yeah. And then when we moved house, I locked, my mom threw them out and I was so upset. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was so upset. Those comic books were so good because that was legit. I think for me personally, outside of DC and Marvel, because I think DC and Marvel, were, they were on TV. But in terms of actually holding a physical book, a comic book, I think Super yeah. Strikers was my first, like where I was collecting every week. That's the only time I got excited yeah. for the Sunday Times. <laughs> and I didn't read yeah. any. <laughs> didn't read any news. I threw out all the newspapers just to get to the book. That was just my, to get the, the insert. Yeah, just to, just to get to the book. So yeah. I just wanted to ask, um, who's your favorite Super Striker? If you still have one, do you, do you have a favorite Super Striker? Because mine, that's a tough one, because later on in the in the run. I really started liking the way we were writing Klaus. Oh. Klaus started becoming, Klaus started becoming a lot funnier. His naivety was was sort of you know um, was you know I thought I thought it was funny. They had we had very humorous scenes. We got some some fun stuff out of him. Um, but my my real favorite, hmm, I don't want to sound like a cliche. Uh, <laughs> but I gotta say it's our Matador, man. Our Matador, uh, our Matador <laughs> is, is, he's the guy. He was suave. He was arrogant. He was cocky. But <laughs> uh, no, that was that was a great character. I still I still like the roster man and and shakes. But yeah, our Matador was my third favorite. Yeah, my third favorite on the team. Boos, deep cuts. Busi shakes Mokena. Oh. <laughs> That's his full name. That's his Deep full cuts. name. Deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that is so great. And there was one issue I remember from Super Strikers. I'll never forget it. It's the first time you made them lose. Where I think they lost. I, I, I'm trying to remember the score now. I think they lost like five nil. And I was reading the book, and I was getting to the end. And I was like, wait, they're gonna turn this around, right? And then, and then Metador has like a funny comment where he's like, I'm very good at football, but my math is terrible. And I was just like, so Super Strikers <laughs> lost. They, they just lost. Oh, it was so heartbreaking. But then you brought I'm it around. I can't remember which episode that. Ah, that's not, the, uh, it's not called The Crunch. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. It was not The Crunch. It was not The. I think they were playing a German team. I think they were playing a German team. Oh, oh, about um, 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 Iron Tank. Yes. Iron Tank. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's what the, what the, what the, um, the new goalie that came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I that yeah. that was football Look, with that was that was actual superheroes. Like <laughs> they were superheroes to me. Those those that super strikers. Yeah. Now we used uh, to have those inside jokes. I, I I think us as the team we were pushing so hard because super strikers always win, and they always knew I could be a a model out of the loss. If they did lose, they had to be a model, and if they lost in the first. Um, in, in, in the, the, the preview, in the first two pages, they always come back. They train, come back, and devastate the team at the end. No, I, I think like one it. of my favorite issues, That's one of my favorite issues is called Could You Be Loved? <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, where they learn this um, um, Taiwanese, um, almost like volleyball, but with your feet. You kick the ball over a net. I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, yeah.
because also you, you also did a lot of stuff with like twisting tiger and stuff which was very interesting to yeah me. his japanese team where he was because also twisting tiger combo, yeah. yeah twisting tiger was also a very big i was a big fan i actually tried to draw twisting tiger because i was trying to learn how to draw and i was like i'm gonna try to draw him and it came out terrible. It, it, I, I threw it away. I burned that. I was like, no, 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 no. Nobody sees it. I think that's how I actually got my job at Striker. <laughs> because I had my portfolio and I had this character. And it wasn't actually Twisting Tiger. It just looked a lot like Twisting Tiger. Like the reference was so strong. <laughs> but it was like, his totem, his totem was like a wolf. Ah. <laughs> for some reason. But it was this dude with, with red hair and the Japanese face. And... Um, the creative director at the time, Bruce Leggy, he looked at it and he's like, is this Twisting Tiger? And I was like, kind of looks like him, doesn't uh, um, Yeah, so just going back to Quezzy for a moment. Um, so you're wrapping up the arc. You know, it's been a very long, it's been a very illustrious run. I don't think people realize how amazing a feat it is to get almost like, you're, what, 14 episodes in now, basically? We ended on, no, we ended on 12, so we're doing 13, 14, 15 right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge feat. I know American and British comic books that can't even get to 10 issues. So uh, first off, we just have to say yeah. congratulations on that. That is a huge deal. But what I wanted to say is that, is there plans to expand the Quezzy-verse? Like, kind of how like Marvel has a roster of characters would 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 the Quasiverse be open to doing something like that, where it would be like a publishing house, and you'd have other characters in other cities, maybe some somewhere in Cape Flats there could be a superhero, maybe somewhere in the Popo there could be a superhero. Is is that is that something you're planning on doing? If you can talk about that a little bit, they, that is exactly what our our, our big dream, our our intention is. Uh, I know it's a conversation myself and Loiso have had over and over. Look, unfortunately, right now, to be completely honest, the infrastructure is 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 a difficult one, um, and that's part of the reason why we want to close off this arc, so that um, us as the original core team, myself, um, Loiso Kize and uh, Mohale Mashiko, who's our scriptwriter, um, we want to close off our sort of chapter of of crazy one and the, the story we want to tell and then we want to pass on the reins potentially to the next generation i want to see what the or we want to see what the next generation of kids can do with our universe with our um, um, um with our characters if you want to do a spin-off story just about koi um i already have one in mind it's called the hacker and the cracker um we introduce a new character or character as well called saida um, she's a technopath, and we have a cool backstory for, 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 for or I at least have a cool backstory for, for Koi and um, Saida, um, how he came to Gold City, how his journey was being blind and developing powers. It's kind of um, um, Daredevil-ish, um, 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 what's his name? Um, 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 the Punisher, I'm thinking of the Punisher sidekick. Um, uh, oh, uh, Michael. The band. Um, micro, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Micro. So, so she's kind of like he's micro in a That's way. That's really cool. You know? That is a really cool idea. Then, because, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
No, yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's stories like that. You could do a side story of Azania, but we also created a world where um, this star, this, this celestial event that happened, awoken powers in, in people. So in our universe, it's like the residual energy of that star has always been here. So you have people who were seers, people who are some gomas. Um, they, they might be, um, what's the thing called? There's this thing in the Koi um, mythology that has its eyes under its feet and it walks on its hands. Um, I know what you're talking about, um, but I can't there's remember. This creature and, and yeah, and Koi is, Koi is actually roughly based on that. We almost use it in the comic. That term as a slur for him because he was blind in the in the Kalahari. So he kind of saw with his feet. He had eyes on the bottom of his feet, you see. So you, you see where we pull inspiration and um, no, that um is, and then, that is... yeah, so so we've, we've created this device. If you think like Smallville or something like that, the star appeared, people uh, manifested powers. If you want to take over a story and create a brand new character that has a set of powers set in this universe, there's already a device as a catalyst for that. Um, we do have a hero story, but obviously to develop him um, is, is, is a bit of work, but that comes from our fictional version called Mother City, you know? <laughs> um, so we've got this, 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 this other character as well. And, um, we, we want to pass down that and open that kind of way of thinking to the new generation and to new artists. We want to see the, the stuff in their style. Um, if you check out the fan art, it's, it's, it's insane. We've got some really good people out there, really good artists who follow us, up-and-comers who, 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 who post things, and we'd love to see them grow in the industry as well. Yeah, so speaking of the industry and the market here, um, I don't know if in your experience it's been different, but personally in my experience, because I've been doing videos on superhero properties, movies, uh, reviews on TV shows, and all of those things, anytime I try and like bring it, because I check my analytics all the time, anytime I try and like bring it up in South Africa, it seems to be a very difficult thing. Like everybody's into it, but they're not into it locally. Would that be something you would that be something correct to say, or is is it just my narrow view? Like, what's your what's your view on the market I, in South Africa? I I think that I think there's a market. Some of our problem is accessibility. Okay. Some of our issue is accessibility, um, and, and marketing in a way. If if you look online, um, and you type in Superman, Superman is going to pop up everywhere. Something that's as international as, as DC or well-known. That's also how it's promoted by the fans, you know. Um, Quasi's done pretty well, I can say. But yeah, Quasi doesn't necessarily roll over um, or off every single person's tongue. The same way Superman or right now Black Panther, um, and you know, um, among various characters that are internationally known. Um, I think there's also a stigmatism in South Africa and, and, and I hate it. And I, I, I'd love to promote it more that because of South African, we don't have international quality. But if you look at our artists who, you know, if, if you look at our artists to show up, they are, they absolutely perform on international levels. The unfortunate thing is, is that we have in the art industry and in many industries, um, we have significant brain drain. 
which means that once a person reaches a certain state of, of, of quality in their, in their workmanship, they get recruited overseas and they end up immigrating and leaving the country, which leaves us back at stage one. It's very difficult to build foundations. Um, and I, I, I don't um, knock anyone for, 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 for chasing their dreams and for moving into bigger things, but that's just the unfortunate thing about the industry. America's got a strong comic book energy, um, industry. You become one of the top artists in your country, and then you end up going to America to grow their economy and their industry even more, you know. Um, and it's and it's tough to stand your 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 ground when it comes to that. I've got a um, an example of this. I've got a friend um, um, who I actually went to high school with. He's a thoracic surgeon, if I'm not mistaken. He's a heart doctor, and so he's qualified. He's become a, a top surgeon, but he refuses to move out of the Cape Flats. He refuses to move out of the township. And I can't say that I had the balls to stay in the township, um, but he refused to move because it's like, as soon as he moves out of the township with the money he's earning, the township goes back to becoming impoverished again. You know, if, if everyone moves out, you keep it at the state. It stays in this in the stasis. And you need outliers to break that stasis. You need a sort of gentrification. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough and it's a complex topic and I don't want to get political or, 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 or not peaceful well, hey, about it. Feel, feel, free. Hey, feel free. I'm not, I, don't, I don't shy away from politics too much. I mean, I, but, I, I'm i kind of an outspoken proponent online of original characters because there's been a lot of like, I'll see yeah. a lot of forums online where people will be like, we need more non-white characters or we need more of this, we need more of that. And I'll be like, crazy. Quizzy, this is Quizzy. <laughs> you know, there's Azania, yeah. Yeah. there's Mahal, this is total originality. Yeah. It's here, you, you can buy it. And I'm, I'm also like, uh, I wish there were more people like your friend because for me in particular, like we are world-class if we could just harness our energy to be world-class. Like a lot of townships, yeah. they're not broke. <laughs> they're actually very rich. The yeah, money, exactly. Like, the money leaves the township. It never circulates in the township. So I'm very much like exactly. spend your money in spend your money in your community, build your community, and therefore you be building other communities yes. as well. So our, our whole country would be much richer if people took care of like you know the the townships because there's a lot of talent there, yeah. there's ideas there. There's a lot of culture there, and there's a lot of beauty there as well. It's not just because it's a township yeah. that's ugly. There's a lot of stuff that's yeah. great about the township. So yeah, no, I'm I'm a township boy myself. You know, and, and, and you know, you yeah. work hard, you put your head in, you, you grind. I was lucky enough to have the right people on my side, you know, to, 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 to help bolster me. Um, I, I, not an easy journey. I, I wasn't strictly in art my whole life and my whole career. I only started in this, I think I was 23 years old. And that is a bit late as a starting up and coming artist. You know, I worked in sales. I was um, working in retail, in sales. I worked in admin at a, at a life insurance, not life insurance, medical insurance company. Um, I had to do all these things. I, I packed tools at ShopRite at one point in my life, you know. <laughs> um, but, but you grind hard, you work, you let your talent speak for itself. No? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, for me, I, I didn't grow up in a township. My my dad was a diplomat, so I grew up overseas. Yeah. So, but I mean, when I came back to South Africa, 
uh, came around my cousins and everything grew a huge love for this place so when i found out like things were crazy like were existing i got obsessed i had to find out everything i could <laughs> like it was this team from super strikers and then i told everybody who was anybody about it so i'm really you you guys are a huge inspiration to a person like me because right now i'm in a programming job but i also am i want to be a creative and all of that stuff yes so yeah i also wanted to just get um your thoughts on this what makes a good story to you like you're obviously good at crafting stories but what elements would you need to tell somebody okay this is a good story this is a bad story oh <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's weird um because that's a that's a that's a uh, 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 for me personally that's a strange or, or a, a slightly hard to answer um, um question because i I'm, I'm i'm like i'm like a creative consultant let's put it that way i'm i'm good at coming up with with with, with stories or ideas but i'm even better at um putting the puzzle pieces together on someone else's idea if that makes sense no, i think no, that's my talent look you so initially came with a, a concept and i i have this good skill of building on a concept um, um you know um but the the simplest the simplest part to a good story is that it has a beginning so if you write hero stories is obviously the hero's journey so your character needs to start off at a state of um in a state of rest in a state of peace then the peace needs to be abrupted then he needs to go on a journey the hero's journey have trials overcome those trials and then come back to his state of rest but having learned and having changed because of it so when you have those elements in a story when you have um, learning when your hero actually resolves something about himself learn something and comes back and can come back but never the same um that's when you most often find that you have a successful story um it's about the beginning the middle and the end and having solid pieces making sure all those little threads and puzzle pieces put together how you want to do that is up to you we got a lot of good storytellers um, filmmakers who can tell stories out of that order you know movies like um what is it like momentum and um um what's the pulp, famous pulp fiction? one the folding pulp fiction Sorry? Pulp fiction. Pulp fiction, absolutely. That's told. That's told in snippets, and it's out of order. But you can still make up how they. Tarantino's really good at that. Um, we've got um, um, Inception, which ah. is a weird thing where it's layers and layers. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't necessarily give you a resolution at the end, but the characters still go through a full arc. And ah. I think that's the most important part to a story that um, your characters have an arc, and that. Your your characters tell the story. There's there's two important things um, that we like to think with visual storytelling is show don't tell. So specifically with comic books, if you can if you can page through crazy and tell what's happening in the story without the dialogue, then we've done a successful story. You know if you can if you can follow the dialogues there to bolster to to iron out. Um, to help you to help justify certain actions and things like that sometimes we have to fix plot holes with dialogue and we hate doing that but <laughs> sometimes it's necessary yeah yeah <laughs> oh, 
like I'm, I'm currently working on a book myself right now. Uh, my brother is the, going to hopefully be the artist. He's still in school and everything. I actually think I have a picture of one of his illustrations here. Um, yeah, it's my it's my cover. It's my cover actually. Let me see if I can just uh, find yeah. it. Yeah. So he we've been we've been trying to do this for the last uh, oh my gosh what three three years now. We've been trying to do it for the last three years now, and it's it's not it's not been the smoothest. But yeah, I've always had that thing of I had to go back, read the story again, find out why this doesn't yeah. make sense, find out why that doesn't make sense. It's 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 been a nightmare. But uh, I guess that's the thing of writing. Uh, yeah. So here's the here's uh, the illustration of his. I don't know if you can see it. It's on my Instagram. Can you hold it up a little bit more? I'm I'm, I'm missing it. Uh, can you see it there? Oh, that dope. Yeah. This that is, is a little off center. Oh, there little. we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Oh wow, dude, that's dope. Your brother's yeah. talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, that's fantastic! And he's and he's self-taught, hey. Like he's self-taught, hey. Like he 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 didn't like take lessons. No, but that's look. I I admire people like that. I I went to college for a bit, but I am a dropout, and I think I learned more in doing than I did from from studying. So tell him to keep at it, man. Definitely. Ah, oh, he's, he's he's really talented. He's, he's really I'll, I'll, I'll let him know. He's impressed. He's a fan of yours as well. My, my bit of advice to you, you sound a lot like me. Reading too many times, going through plot holes. I had someone like Lloyd, Loiso, tap me on the shoulder and just do like, yo, let's put it out. Let's just do it. <laughs> if you sit on it, if, if you sit on it too long, you're gonna miss your space. Yeah. So get it out as quickly as you can, brother. I'm super keen to see where it's going. Yeah, no, yeah. We just I just need him to be done with school. So then we have all the time to focus on the focus on the nah, art. Nah, nah, no sweat. He needs to he needs to be Yeah, don't try not to overthink it. There was a um although it's a bit controversial right now, um Jake Parker, I don't know if you know the Jake Parker thing that's going on. Um, um yeah, my guess, eh? <laughs> as people can look it up, it's got something to do with Intober, but I'm oh, not gonna yeah. go into that. But he did say something that helped change that helped change my career. He put out this video on YouTube. It's called Finish Not Perfect. Because as an artist, your pursuit for perfection is gonna drive you insane. Um, as you as you're working on your art, as you're working on your art, you get better at it while working on it. So whether you're writing, whether you're podcasting, whether you're drawing, whether you you know, um, doing digital painting or fine art. Every painting, every piece you do, you get better at it. And trying to get perfection after you're getting better, you're going to drive yourself insane because you're going to end up in the cycle. So you have to start realizing for yourself, finish not perfect. What is finished? Because your art to you subjectively will never be perfect. Um, and, and that change changed how I look at and do things in, in, in my career. Yeah, that's, that's just great. That's of... great advice. That's great advice. Because I was going to actually ask you, like, what would be your advice for South African creatives? And I mean, that's great. That's great advice. Because I definitely think like creatives in South Africa, definitely like you need to put stuff out there. I think we don't put enough stuff out there yeah. personally. Like for me, I've been promoting everything. I've even been learning how to draw. I did some, I, I looked at Quezy. I looked at like a Quezy poster and I tried to draw it. It didn't come out. Didn't come out too good. Still put it on Instagram. Still got a couple of likes here and there, I guess. But yeah, Did I was I trying not to like it. 
I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I don't think I, you. I'll saw go it. back. I'll go back and check. I'll go back and check. Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's like a it's just a pencil sketch basically. He doesn't even have any detail in the face, but you can kind of tell who it is. I I think um yeah. one 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 of my followers, a very good lady. She's also big into art and stuff. She's in Ireland right now. Uh, Janae Proxy. She also did some work for me as well. Um, yeah, she said that. Oh, is that Quezzy? And I was like. Luisu must never know. <laughs> yeah, I've always, I've always like, I've always been a writer, and I always wanted to learn how to draw. But my brother, he's been, he's been drawing for three years now. So we're hopefully we're gonna be putting this together. I've got the plot and everything. He, we just need the illustrations. I've got the dialogue, and um, yeah, I definitely have a story that I want to tell in my head. So you guys were a big inspiration for that because when I found out you, because uh, uh, sadly enough years ago a couple of years ago i was like oh, we're not gonna get like south african comic books because people don't do them and then i saw quizzy and i was like wait 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 this is possible <laughs> this is real this can happen so that is a uh that is a great 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 thing i watched all of your interviews on i think it was the morning breakfast show i i start, I, yeah. I stalked you guys i stalked you guys everywhere everywhere it and everything I found out, <laughs> you know, because that's what you call I mean, you can't say it in a nice way. You can't be like, I followed you. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> but yeah. No, but we we, oh, we sorry, really appreciate that. And, 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 and um, it's, it's, it's actually, I think it's easier said than done. Like, um, I also give a lot of big ups to Bo Masuko, um, also doing amazing things. And why these things in South Africa is, is are becoming so popular. And, and yes, you have to give it time to grow and breathe and, and do its thing. But I feel that, that people are actually really hungry for this content. And, and why they're hungry for this content is because it's, it's, it's content by South Africans for South Africans. And it's not only that it's people of color, but that really does help. It's, it's good to have representation and we need more art that that has the right kind of representation if you if you scroll through a page of crazy we try to make it as and look as much as what you would see if you walk down the street in Joburg. you know um you're not gonna see 80 percent white people it's gonna be 80 percent black people or people of color you know if you come to mother city we'll probably draw more colored people you know and more black people than white people and and it's not about us counting demographics it's just how we how it naturally presents in our minds yes and we've got yes. such rich content to pull from and such rich storytellers and um um, um cultures and, and and perspectives we, we there's so much opportunity for stories um me like i like i was talking about before for for all these spin-offs we have we can pull little cultural things from every single person and it's and it's so easy and they write a whole story about that um at the moment crazy is an ensemble story that focuses on on crazy and his journey but if we were to take more how the the basutu sage and we've given him sort of magic. So he's this mystical Basutu sage. Imagine a story just about him. You could do it. And go into Basutu culture and Basutu heritage. Or, or Azania with her Zulu. We touch a bit on it in our new stories. But, you know, her Zulu heritage and um, the sort of matriarchy and being semi-Amazon, a lot like the um, 
the Dorema Laje, who was yeah. based on those yeah, Tanzanian yeah. um, 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 Amazons. Um, so, you know, they, you've got a lot of those kind of, of touches. Remember, as uh, Azania came before the Dorema Laje, just. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I've been telling people, I was like, ah, you guys are late. Like, everybody was like, oh, African culture is amazing because of Black Panther. I was like, no, I love Black Panther. Love it, love it. Yeah. Yeah, so very sad news about that. RIP, RIP Chadwick, Wakanda forever. And that was, I was so, sh I, I didn't believe the news when I when I first saw that happen. Like, because I, I was just doing some editing stuff for YouTube in the morning. Hmm. And I, and then I just saw a, a notification on, on my Instagram. And I was like, there's no way this is real. Only to find out it was real. And he, like, um, I, I just want to talk about this really quickly because it did deeply affect me. I know, I, I, hmm. I know it's a weird thing, but... Like a lot of people were like, why didn't they get somebody from Africa to do that? And I was like, you know how that thing works. It's Hollywood. Of course they were going to yeah. go to Hollywood actors first, but I thought he was perfect. And I was very sad when he passed, yeah. so yeah. But anyway. Uh, uh, it, it hit me, can, can I just touch on that? Yeah, it hit me quite hard as well. Um, around about the same time, I was scheduled to do a, 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 a time-lapse video for the South African Book Fair, which ran earlier in September. And for that time lapse, I just did a little um, um, Chadwick Boseman tribute as well. I had to, and I put him in the crazy suit, and I was like, you know, kind of. I, I so, saw, I saw yeah, that. I, it was beautiful. It looks beautiful, man. It looks beautiful. Like anybody who's watching this stuff, please go follow Clyde Beach everywhere. You're just going to get a constant stream of quality all the time. And I, oh, I'm, so much, I, why would I, why would I, like, that's just, I'm not even lying. I'm not even joking. I'm not even gassing him up or anything. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. I don't, I, don't, I have been, I have been very busy. So I've been a little bit quiet, but I'll, I'll try and pick up a bit Oh no, they've got an archive soon. of stuff. They've got an archive of stuff, man. There's just so <laughs> much stuff there. But what I was saying was, is that with the Black Panther and everything, I was always, I didn't think Marvel was going to make the movie. So I was very much, we need to push our own stuff out there. And then when people yeah. were like, oh, you guys like comic books? Oh, this is cool. And my friends who always made fun of me for comic books, because I was a comic book geek as a kid. And they were just like, ah, you're reading yeah. those ch children's cartoon stories. What, 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 what? And then they finally saw that. And I was like, I've been telling you this for years. I've been telling you this for years. Yeah. I've got so much stories and yeah, so yeah. much stuff to put out. And now there is no excuse. There is definitely no excuse. Even in the description of this video, I'm going to be putting an affiliate link to the Amazon uh, Quezy book that you can get on Kindle. Please, 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 please push these books, please. I'm telling you right now, please. Not only do you grow the industry, not only do you create actual diversity and not, you know, fake diversity for diversity's sake, you you give yeah. the you give it more variety because if the comic book genre doesn't get variety, it's gonna die, in my opinion. If it's the same yeah. stuff again and again and again and again and again, if it's the same Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, people are gonna get bored. I I think. I think. Yeah. So um, yes, uh, is there anything that uh, is there anything? Oh, actually, there's one thing I wanted to talk to you about actually, and it's not comic book related, but it is something I found interesting. Uh, Flory dragons, Flory dragons. Is that? Oh that snap! <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, I was a texture artist on that back in the day. Yeah, so that little crayon look and feel it has. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did that back when I worked for a company called. Um, 
clockwork zoo. That was my smoke during my, my, my animated stint. You know, it was a background and um, character prop artist. Um, yeah, man, I used to paint all those little um, crayon textures, you know. Flores uh, um, Dragons was for Disney Junior UK, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, and I found that interesting. I was like, hmm, I wonder if he would do like a, like a, a children's, a children's show or something like that. Would that be something in, in Clyde Beach's future? Like a, a children's Actually, show? Actually, absolutely. So a couple of years back, um, I, I actually, funny enough, a lot of the work that I do do, do do. I'm a child. I'm a child. It's children's literature. A lot of the stuff I, I don't share because it's obviously commissioned work and it's um, work to be published by the authors and things like that. Um, I don't take royalties out of those projects. So um, I, I, I just I, I take payment, hand over my arts, but I do do a lot of kids' books. Um, so it's something that's big for me. I did one for um, this organization called Book Dash. And basically Book Dash puts an artist, a graphic designer and a writer together or put groups of them together in a room. You get 12 hours and you make a book. And I put out, I put out a book called Flores Dragon. Ah, Flores Dragons. A book called Where's Lulu. Oh. <laughs> I was like, geez. Sorry. <laughs> I put out, we put out a book called Where's Lulu? And um, people liked it so much, it started selling in very cheap, like nice um, price point as well. I think it's 20 Rand at um, exclusive books and I think PA, those kind of major bookstores. So I've got a little book out there, kids' book out there as well. And yes, that can obviously grow into um, kids' content as well. Um, both myself and Luiso, we're very passionate about. Um, going to schools and hospitals and things and hanging out with the kids, um, um, doing those type of things. It's, it's, it's part of it. Part of cool, the cool thing about Quasi as well is that because it's a comic book, because it's got this visual story style, um, it breaks language barriers. You know, you can, oh, no, you definitely can, you can read through the pictures and it's, and it's the same like, the, like we do with our, um, besides our comic book stuff or besides my the comic book stuff I do, um, I, I really enjoy doing um, um, kids' book illustrations. I've done quite a few. I keep them on the DL, but yeah, I, I do quite a lot of that as well. That's, that is awesome. Uh, I'm, I actually have a funny story. So um, I went to uh, Comic-Con 2018, and um, I ended up buying a crazy book, and it was in Zulu. And I don't speak Zulu at all. Like, <laughs> not even, like, I can hear one, <laughs> two, two, three words. I don't speak Zulu at all. But I, 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 I bought the book and I was like, oh man, now I've got, um, how am I going to read this? And then I just started paging through it and I was like, oh wait, I can follow exactly what is happening here. So I can actually attest to the fact that it broke like, like language barriers. Cause I mean, the yeah. next issue, yeah. the next volume that I had was in English and I was like, wait, no, I can connect what happened here and stuff. So yeah, it is a very, very powerful yeah. visual style that you guys have. Was that a conscious decision? Yeah. Was that like a- Absolutely. That was absolutely, it's always been, um, uh, and, and that discipline, I think, comes even back, excuse me, from the, um, the Super Strikers days, um, both myself and Luis, so we've always been 
and, and that's why we, we we don't say authors or necessarily we, we're visual storytellers. We we see things happen cinematically in our heads, and we've actually learned this 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 small skill of picking out which frames are the best ones, which things to leave in the gutter, which um, scenes to actually um, put in a still frame and so forth. So um, yes, it was conscious. Um, a lot of organizations, libraries, schools, um, learning foundations have actually reached out to start using comic books in, 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 in their, their teaching for that specific reason. Um, it helps kids uh, it, it, it's not overwhelming because when you have a storybook or a novel, the words are structured in such a way that it almost feels overwhelming, especially to a kid who maybe has a learning um, um, deficiency or um, 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 <coughs> sorry disorder or whatever. Yeah. So um, if you if you if you if you struggle, then you you look at all these words that are thrown in your face and they they start to become disorientating. Whereas looking at a comic book, there's a bubble, bubble, bubble. If you want to skip the bubble, you don't need to read it. You can look at the picture to tell you the story. And then you can attempt the bubble. And it's in bite-sized pieces. So it makes it easier as a, as a learning tool as well. And um, if you, uh, I don't know if you know, our publisher that publishes Coins is not a comic book publisher. They're a storybook and novel publisher. But um, they saw the potential in that as well. And they saw our... Our, our mission statement, our vision statement, and that's why we work with New Africa Books um, in publishing Kwezi. That is so oh, cool. Oh, that's that is so cool. Now, I was diagnosed with ADHD, so, you know, I've, I'm all over the place, all over the time and everything. And um, we, so, yeah, with a book like Kwezi, it's very, very powerful, very strong images that grab you from start to finish. Yeah. Again, please, please, if you listen to me, I'm going to be doing reviews on all of them, but please just go buy the books. <laughs> buy them, buy them wherever you can find them, wherever you can find them. Yeah, so is there any, um, so is there any websites I can direct people to, to buy them? Because they're just going to be like, oh, you're telling us to go buy them, but where do we click? Where do we go? Is there, is there any... If, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's Amazon.com and it's Takealot.com. Then you just search Kwezi. It should pop up um, on the New Africa um, New Africa Books website. Um, I think it's NewAfrica.co.za or NewAfricaPublishers.co.za. Um, you can find it there as well. And um, our official website has, actually, has been under construction for a year now. I'm going to be I, I, I put my hand, but it's, it's ready. We're about to launch it soon. Um, we want to launch it in tandem with the new issue as well. So give us a bit of time. Quazy.co.za, um, quazycomics.co.za will be up soon again. Um, but otherwise, just follow us on Instagram, quazy um, um, underscore flyboy. Drop us an inbox and we'll direct you to to to. to um, Finding your nearest copy of Quazy. No, what I'm going to so do that's is I'm going to. Quazy, Quazy underscore flyboy. No, what I'm going to do is probably with this interview, because I'm going to be posting it on both my channels, I'm just going to find the links for everybody. I'm giving nobody, no one gets any excuses anymore. This is going to, the <laughs> links are just going to be, you have no excuse. The links will be right there. You'll be able to click on them right there. I'm going to make sure that you guys can get these books. So um, before we wrap this whole thing up, I just wanted to know, is there any like life experience in creating all of this amazing content that you will remember forever that you would like to share with uh, everybody who's watching? 
things that changed my my life. No, there's, there's actually been so much. Like, well, I, I get to meet fans like you all the time. We get to fly <laughs> and go to cons. Um, got to meet the cast because of Quasi. Got to meet the cast from um, 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 what's it called? Bad Omen. Is it called Bad Omen? What's the show called? Um, um, um. Um. Uh, if the dude, if you're a tall dude named Sheldon. Um. No. Oh. No, it's about the 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 gods and um. Um, oh, Shadow Moon. Um, American Gods. There we go. American, American Gods. Well, I don't know why I was thinking about American God. Got to meet yeah, the cast of it's, American it's, Gods. You said Shadow Moon. <laughs> um, um, briefly ran into William Shatner. Oh, yeah, it's really just, just, just. Well, he was at the last Comic Con. Was it the last one or the one before? No, I, I think it was the last one. It was the last one because uh, my sister yeah. was my sister was freaking out over the fact that William Shatner is there because apparently she's a Trekkie. Uh, I'm I'm Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Star Wars just because of the I, Jedi. I, the Jedi. The Jedi is the coolest thing, you know. Even though I know some of the movies were kind of, eh, I still like the Jedi. <laughs> I, I think. I think. All the Star Wars movie have value in it in in, in 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 into one place or another. Yeah, no, definitely. They all need to come together to create the legacy that is currently Star Wars. Yeah, that would be great. I'm also a big. That would be great. I'm also a big Lucas fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lucas. L- Lucas. Yeah. No, we've we've had we've had lots of moments. Myself personally, um, look, I was I was able to. A big thing was I was able to leave my job to work from home to, you know, um, pursue my career um, um, on my own steam. You know, I, I must studio work sometimes, but I have a great team that I work with um, day to day. Anyway, um, I've, I've, I've experienced and seen a lot, but it's got to be the kids do. That's that's the most important thing. Um, we've done some stuff at the Red Cross. Um, there's some kids that that have crazy stories that have been through so much and they come in and they look at you and they get excited by seeing you and you're like no but i'm excited to see you <laughs> you know um that is, like your story is more amazing than mine oh uh, man no but you know, i mean so, you have um, a story to tell clyde you have a great great story to tell and i definitely believe people need to be following you and all of that great stuff you can learn so much you. from him you can learn so much about the industry from him. I mean, I'd, I'd love to be able to pick your brain about the industry and, and learn what you know at some stage, at some date, at some point, because I, I just, I can feel like the wealth of knowledge and I definitely a huge, huge inspiration. And I would say for South African creatives, South African creatives, anybody who's in the industry trying to work on a book or anything, follow these guys because they have a pattern to success. They have something that you can definitely learn from all right so um i guess i should be leaving you because okay. I well, hold up on that on that note if you were an up-and-comer if you were a young artist watch this space we're, we're trying to be crazy it's gonna be the next marvel dc of, of south africa that's our big dream that's our long-term plan help us get there guys 
Yes, yes, yes. Ah, it's coming. It's coming. Ah, Skawa, it's coming. <laughs> it's guaranteed. I mean, Squizzy has made an international splash. It has, actually. Like, I can attest to this myself because I've got comic book buddies in America that are like, oh, what's this Quizzy book? So definitely it's made an international splash. And I can't wait for the Quizzy cinematic universe where everybody will be arguing in the movies about, wait, Mahal's not stronger than Quizzy. There's going to be so much nerd rage and, and so much... Watch, watch this space. I can't say too much, but uh, watch this space. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I, I, I'm definitely watching and watching all the time. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for doing this. I guess you should be going right now because I know you're a busy, busy person with so much stuff going on. You know, some of us are just going back to our regular day jobs on Saturdays. <laughs> Yeah, and, and <laughs> I, I'm jealous, man. Like, I'm jealous in a great way. You yeah, I, have to, I, have to, I have to get back to the grind, brother. I need to start. start. <laughs> I, I want to be like you. I want to be like you. I want to be doing this all day, every day for the rest of my life. And I'm hoping things like this will kick that forward. But anyway, thank you so much, sir. Hopefully, we'll chat again. And I will see you all Absolutely. in another video. Because Meisterman and Clyde Beach have to be out. Peace, everybody. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you.